On May 31st, 2020, the world lost a good man. Independent wrestling lost a brother. The deathmatch community lost a legend. And I, among countless others, lost a beloved friend. Grant Birkeland, the deathmatch Viking Danny Havoc. Over the next little while, I'm going to be sitting down to talk with his friends, co-workers, and peers about the impact he had on them, on their careers, on their lives. We're going to remember our friend and celebrate his life. Welcome to Grant Birkeland, The Road to Valhalla. Welcome back. Uh, I'm Wiggy. I have a, another one of Danny Havoc's friends, peers, co-workers with me. Please welcome fellow Canadian woman, Jules Malone. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing, honey? Hey, um, I'm doing good, thank you. I'm, uh, yeah, you know, just Day by day, just uh, doing. I'm just doing fine, thank you. How about you? Uh it's 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 been a rough week. It's been a pro. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of a weird question, you know, like because uh, it, it's <laughs> everybody I'm asking it to. It's like, well, we're all kind of doing sucky right now. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh, you know, some things are helping. I personally, for myself, being able to to talk to so many uh awesome people hear so many great stories share so many great stories it's uh it's definitely been a big help like i really i honestly i can't everybody who i've talked to who i've we've put out i've put out two sh shows so far um chrissy rivera george gatton greg excellent <laughs> joe gacy and stockade i i can't thank them enough and everybody else i've already recorded with who hasn't been put out yet i'm not gonna name names yet because you know keep things spoiler free um yeah. But yeah, mm -hmm. like I really, I can't thank everybody enough for being willing to, mm -hmm. you know, open up and I mean, talk about, I mean, grief is never anything easy to talk about, you know, so just the fact that there's so many people who's been willing to because it's such a sign of just how much Grant meant to so many people. Oh, yes, 100%. Like it's, it's, it's you know, bless everybody who's um, contributing to this and I think it's, honestly it's it's so good of you to do this because I think it really adds a lot of um you know adds a lot of um color to the different spectacles that uh the spectacle that uh, Grant had on everybody um like throughout you know each other's experiences with him and I think it's really great closure for a lot of people so um kudos to you for doing this oh, thank you yeah. I, I I never know what to do. I mean, I, I appreciate it so much that anybody appreciates this because I honestly, when I first kind of started putting it together, it was kind of a selfish reaction on my part. I was like, I need to talk about this. And I, you know, so to me, this was like kind of the best therapy that I could think for myself, <laughs> think of for myself to kind of, to kind of get through all this. So, you know, it's, uh, there, there's, I very much, I very much appreciate your appreciation. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's definitely not, it's, it's not selfish of you at all because as a, as a community, the, the wrestling scene, it's, we all go through things together. And I think because we all come from different parts of the world, um, being able to get together and put our hearts and minds and words all together is its definitely a help for everybody. And for the people who didn't really know him as closely as some other people, yeah. it really just paints a really good picture of, um, of his life. And uh, it's a great memory. So, yeah. Thank you. And, I mean, that's really something I want to get out there um, because it's, it's incredible to me. The, just the sheer amount of people like you said all over the world that he touched in one way or in another um and it's 
you know, so many people are affected and it's, I've, I've talked to a lot of fans and stuff and they've, they've said so many, so many people have said the same thing that just a simple message online or chatting after a show, he had this incredible way of making you feel so at ease, like you were talking with a friend, you know, and I love that so many people everywhere, okay, that's going to sound bad, um, I don't, I don't love it in a good way, but I love it just, there's so many people out there who feel like they've lost a friend, you know, and, um, and I just, I, I just want to, you know, let them see too, that as, as awesome as they may have ever found Danny Havoc to be, Grant Birkin was a thousand times the man, you know, and I just, yeah, I just want to make sure everybody, everybody knows that, and, um, you actually, you have kind of actually, for, for anyone, you know, who's wondering, I said, I did say you were a co-worker. Um, you, there, oh God. Yeah. See, remember I said there's like rambling and yeah. <laughs> um, this I actually find really cool because, uh, I'm a big fan of inter, I'm a big fan of intergender, intergender wrestling when it's done well. And, um, looking going over like danny's career uh other than you know a, you know maybe a valet here or there he it, he really it was nothing he was ever really involved with except for one time i can't oh my gosh i can't remember what year it was i guess maybe 20, oh, 2000 <laughs> yeah i figured it was right around there uh, he yeah. participated in the WSU King and Queen tournament, and you were his queen for the tournament. <laughs> so I mean, mm-hmm. that that there had to be cool because you are in you're in a, in exclusive company, you know, and very good, very amazing company when you consider some of the tag partners that he's had over the years. Oh yeah, yes, and uh, and. Oh, yeah. By, and by no means, anybody who's listening, uh, I highly recommend checking out that show for one because it was super entertaining. And uh, do a little look, do a little looking into Jules because they call her the hardcore princess for a reason. She um she could she definitely gives a run in the badass category with an awful lot of Danny's tag partners over the years. <laughs> oh, thank you. So yeah, so what was what was that like? The, the I mean, you gotta you gotta have a get a water for for that one. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, I remember. Um, yeah, it was the uh, it, it was 2014, and that was probably my fourth show with WSU. Um, I was always a fan of CZW and WSU, and it was always you know I started watching more. Like before, I actually got um, started working there, and I just I started watching more of their their shows and their product. And he was one of the people that stood out, and I remember, and I was like, "Whoa, this guy is just like crazy!" Like he's like right in. He was like one of those people I looked at for like courage, and like, okay, this is sort of the kind of stuff that I want to do. So I started um, like doing more of, and just seeing the more risks and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, "Oh, neat." Um, and so I would be on the shows. I would always stick around for the guys' shows, and I was always impressed by his matches. So I got the message that I was booked for the king and queen um, of the ring uh, show, and there, and then I was told that Danny Havoc was going to be my my partner. And I was like, what? I'm like, that's really cool. I was like, oh. I'm like, and I had to double check. I'm like, do you mean? And like, uh, DJ's like, yes. And I'm like, Are you, oh. And he had to like explain it just to confirm it for me and I was like whoa okay I'm like that's cool that's great okay so um I spent a little bit more time when we got to the show like I was I spent more time like you know to sort of seeing like how he's like a closer look at the way he did his matches and like how I wanted to present myself and so it was actually here's side note on that one um we were told um you know blitz we had to do um they did the photo shoot and um, the theme for that photo shoot was um, prom queen and king. <laughs> and, <laughs> of course. So I am like, okay, I didn't know. I was like, okay, well, this is going to be great. 
because it was really awkward. We never really spent time talking to each other except for like handshakes in the locker room and stuff like that. So I see him. I'm like, okay, we're going to do this photo shoot. He's like, okay. I was like, okay, great. And so I put on a, I put on a dress <laughs> and I made sure I had like whatever. And then I turn around to him. He's like, yeah, okay, I'm ready. And then he has, I can't remember if it was a t-shirt with a tie on it or it was a slip on tie with his, with his, um, with his gear on, you know, like, you know, like yep. his black shorts and hip pads and whatever. And I looked at him. I'm like, of course you're wearing that. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I feel so less awkward now because like, you know what I mean? I'm more so like one of the guys, right? Yep. And I'm like, I have to wear a stupid dress even though I wear a skirt. But it's different because I'm wearing like a girly dress type thing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, so we didn't know how to stand. And um, like, just like, um, well, just kind of stand. And we're like so awkwardly like, you know, like the farmer um, old man lady with the pitchfork. or oh just awkwardly gosh. standing shoulder to shoulder. Yes. That's what it felt like. And so <laughs> we're like, and so we didn't know how to, because like, you know, like both of us were involved with like our own partners at the time. So we didn't want to have our picture. You can tell that we're like, oh, this is so awkward for both of us. <laughs> so we're like okay let's try to keep it natural and i'm pretty sure like when we have the poses our faces were like uh whatever so it was like we're like okay well this is this is fine i'm like okay you know what um we just got that done and over with and so that was over and then i think we broke the ice that way because we're both sort of nervous about like okay we don't really really know each other but um um, when we got, you know, to doing the match, we're like, okay, so how do we want to present ourselves and whatever? And like, oh, so we went through that and it was like the opening ceremony thing. And so we walked yes. through and like, you know, they did the, the photo lot for everybody standing in the ring. So we walked around and I'm like, I guess we're going to like link arms, but we're like really awkward. It was like, so it was just funny. We could tell that we're both like, I don't know what we're doing. So we made it and it was really nice. He was like, um, it was nice. Cause he picked me up and put me in the ring. I'm like, I haven't done that since I was a ballet, man. And so we just sit there, we're like, okay, so we got the photo, everything's fine. But like, um, honestly, um, when it came to doing the match, because we, we actually got to wrestle uh, Matt Tremont and Mickey Knuckles, like amazing people. And um, for someone like me who was representing, like I felt like I was representing the companies that I worked for in Canada and I was still trying to make an impression, a good impression for the CZW and WSU crowd. Um, it was really important for me, and especially to be working with more people, I really, really started to feel a lot of pressure. And I was still very, I was still quite new at that time. And um, before we went out, I got really, I got the ultra violent butterflies in my tummy. I'm like, I am so nervous right now. It's like, he looked at me, he's like, why? Don't be nervous. And I looked at him, and I'm like, Okay. Because right. <laughs> right. he had that confidence. He gave me that boost of confidence. I was like, yes, you know what? You're right. And so, like, and I'm like, I'm weird. I'm like, sometimes I'm a hugger if I'm nervous and stuff. I'm like, can I just get a quick hug? Okay, thanks. And so we went out. We did our thing. We had our match. And um, it was just, it was really neat. And, like, before when we were getting things ready for the match, he's like, make sure you get all of your stuff in here. You want to shine. You want to do this. And so I thought that was really nice. It was a really good first impression. Um, like an actual first impression and uh, yeah it was really I don't know it was really neat and then after that I like really appreciated it and you know and because of that time um, I, I was just like you know what this guy's a really cool guy I was like thank you you know and so there's and so like we we stayed in contact you know just sending messages here and there talking about our career and all that kind of stuff and like um, I just found that he was a uh, I don't know, just like, I just felt like I could talk to him about things, you know, like yeah. wrestling wise and stuff. But yeah, that, that was definitely, that was really interesting. I was just like, okay, you know what, that's, that was, um, that's where we started off our friendship. At the worst prom ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was just great. I'm like, of course, because like everybody else was dressed up really nice. And then we're like, yeah. like, we've got that cool feeling and we're like, just, just awkward with each other but it was funny <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's, and that's actually how you and I met yeah. um right <laughs> because, which which was also a little awkward and kind of funny um we were uh I had just started 
I think we had just opened uh, Danny's website not long before that, um, a few months before that, and uh, I had convinced him. <laughs> when I say convinced, I mean like this is. <laughs> it took probably as many months to convince him to let me open a Twitter that would not be his. It would be for the site. And I would run it, he would have to have absolutely nothing to do with it. Although I will say that the um, the current bio up on the Twitter, the last time he had control of it, he put that up there. So that is that is the forever the forever uh, Twitter bio that we that it will ever have. Because those are his his exact words. Um, I'm merely his in, indentured foreigner. And, um, but uh, I remember, uh, you know, following that show that weekend, and uh, I think like the following Monday or Tuesday, I got a DM on there, and I went in and I was reading it, it was like the nicest DM from you, like thanking him for everything over the weekend and stuff, and I was like, she's going to be so disappointed to find out that it's just me. I'm so happy that it was you, though, because we would not be talking. <laughs> right? right? Yeah, because it's like I replied, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'm just right. And then we're like, we kind of started talking, where it's like, wait a minute, we're like, we're both in Toronto. <laughs> and then actually, like, it's it's been really, it's been really, really funny, because we're, well, I mean, we've been talking a lot this past week, um, and we found out that we're actually from the same neighborhood in Toronto. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yes, so, you know, we're, we're from the same hood. Um, yeah. The same, very, very suburban, very, very uh, mundane hood, but yes. We represent the six. We, yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and like so much, so much of what you, you were just saying has been like just echoed by so many people. It's just, it's, and I can't, I can't even imagine how many more people, um, we haven't even heard from who had the same experience where he was just so helpful and um so willing to share uh his experience and um it's so weird because <laughs> he's the most humble person i have ever met and never never believed <laughs> The, the popularity that I was constantly trying to tell him he, he was actually the tar the center of. And, um, but yet he, he, at the same time, he knew the value of the Danny Havoc name. And I kind of wonder, you know, like as, as such, he, he was almost embarrassed by it. And so he felt, he absolutely felt the need to use it to help as many people as possible people who were either uh new to wrestling new to czw uh new to in your case new to working in the states um you know he just anything he could do to that he could put his name behind to help somebody out he was a hundred percent for and there has just been so many people who have said the same thing and it's just like i can't even begin to imagine the true scope of people whose careers he influenced and impacted even by simple conversations, simple, you know, messages that were, he probably didn't think twice, he never thought twice about doing, but it meant so much to the person receiving them. Oh, yeah, 100, yeah, see, 100%, because, like, when we first started talking, you know, I was just, like, I started picking his brain. I'm, like, I told him, I admitted to him, like, okay, um, I said, you're probably going to think I'm a weirdo, but I want to talk to you a little bit more about the death match stuff because I, I told him, I like, I loved his creativity. I wanted to just talk about, like, his steps, what he's done before, um, you know, just talking to him about, like, what I was nervous about and then upcoming shows. And it's funny because he, he says, yeah, you know, I do think you're a weirdo. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, he said, um, he said I was a weirdo because I am a pro wrestler. And I said, I'll take that. But he says, I'm a likable weirdo. And I said, well, I'll take that too. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was just one of, he was one of those people where I'd be like, oh, I'm going on my, um, you know, I'm going to another deathmatch tournament in the U.S. And, you know, I would ask him about, oh, have you worked for this company before? And he would just give me tips on things or, um, 
you know, like, oh, I haven't done this t- this type of um, this type of match before. Oh, he would say, watch out for this or do this or, you know, like he would give these he would give me advice and say good luck, um, you know, and yeah, it was just like it was just one of those things where it was just like really good feedback. And I and I just have to say, I was actually very surprised, and it's not it's not to be taken in a bad way, but I was really surprised at how how well he wrote um yes like well writing emails back and forth or texts and stuff like that about things was like he just everything was well written his vocabulary was like he had a huge vocabulary and the way he would use his words was just it was great i was like like now i feel like i'm talking to like you know it's just it brought like a, a, a whole different side um but yeah like as you were saying it's very humble and so you know i would say, hey, how did your match go? Or, hey, I watched your match before, like, we had to go take off, um, like, leaving the, the venue. And, you know, he was just like, oh, great, you know, just very easygoing. And, um, yeah, he was just very grateful. And, hey, you know, thanks for asking this. And I just have to let you know that he recommended, um, he, he put you over so much because he says, I hate social media. I don't like it. I just... I can't remember the words exactly that he would that he told me, but um, he's like, I don't like it. But he said that you are so professional, and if it ever gets to be too much, that I, I should definitely talk to you um, about managing some of my stuff. So he re- he really um, oh my God. he really appreciated everything you did, and I I I just recently like I, I went through some of the things that we talked about and. He, he definitely, he really pushes everything, and he put you over big time. Um, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It, it was really, it was, it was nice, because he's just one of those people. He would talk about certain things. Um, you know, like, even there was another time, um, because, like, we'd see each other back, like, you know, I'd come back down for the shows, and I would talk to him, a bunch of the other guys that were, like, more on, like, the hardcore deathmatchy, because we just had a lot more in common. Yeah. Like, I would be able to sit there and be like, hey, high five, you know, like this bump. And then we just talk and we just sort of like congregate and talk about things like before, like when there was time, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, there was this one time he was coming up to, I think it was Montreal he was going to, but I I didn't I didn't get the notification in time. So I just didn't see him. But then uh, he actually came up to Toronto. He was working for a show. This is like, I think... Um, I think it was 2015 or 16. I think it was Abaddon. 2015. It was at Abaddon. Yep. Yes. So he and um, uh, what? Oh, sorry, I'm. Oh, uh, Lucky Thirteen. He came up, but he was yep. a bartender. He yes. showed up, and then Jesse and Otto and I, because like, um, I told Jesse and like, we're going to a show. We're going to see a few friends of mine. He's like, okay. It's like sweet, because he was also. He also, like, he was a fan Danny, but, like, they, he didn't really talk to him, right? Yeah. And so um, we all met up there. And, um, yeah, we met and we chit-chatted before the show. And then we, like, they had great matches. And, um, like, he put Jack Daniels down my throat at um, for his entrance, which was, like, very interesting. I'm like, oh, yeah, my yes. friend was just down there. Like, oh, that's good. God. That's nice. I remember yeah, that. He had, like, the bow tie. remember that? The, yeah, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> it was I was like oh man that's Jack Daniels in my eye but he had a great match it was nice to see him back up here you know yeah. and we just you know we just chit chatted it's actually um yeah he gave both guests he, he, he this is how nice he was he's like because I was like oh we gotta leave you know like we have some I, I forget what was happening but we were leaving um so I made sure that we said goodbye and he's like hey man it was so nice seeing you da 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 and he gave us his um each a t-shirt of his and I was like oh that's so nice because he could have he could have like you know saved that for somebody like yeah. you know he could have saved that for somebody else I was like oh no no like I don't want to whatever and I was like oh that's so nice of you but <clears throat> you know like yeah that was a, that was an interesting show he had a great match he did he did think. that was yeah. oh my god I remember that show I wish that had have stuck around that yeah. or, or UWA had have come back that was just so my god if uwa today or you know in the last five years could have been so amazing with uh just the generation of hardcore guys that there are now and deathmatch guys it could have been oh my god it could have been amazing 
So I highly recommend everybody go and check that out um, because there is years and years worth of um, of artwork on there and it is absolutely incredible. And um, a, a side note, and there's what I think is kind of a funny story. Um, I actually just shared it with Jules before we started talking. Um, the biography on the Tumblr page uh, is one of my favorite things in the world. Um, because this is the only form of social media that Grant ever ran himself. Nobody had anything to do with it. It was strictly his. And um, he wrote the bio. And the first time I read it, I... Oh, it was amazing because I'm actually in the bio. And I've mentioned this a couple times before, but this is where it comes from. Um, he said, uh, wrestling updates are being made on his behalf at twitter.com slash Danny Havoc site by the gullible foreigner I cleverly, I cleverly tricked into indentured servitude with high interest vodka loans. <laughs> So that, I would, I would like to explain that because this is one of my absolute favorite memories with Grant. Um, that is from a, uh, a convention and wrestling show we were at in Cleveland in 2015. And uh, after the show, we, uh, we were at a convenience store to pick up some booze, shockingly enough. Um, as, we were, as we were browsing the selection, we, we mutually decided upon bottles of $2 vodka. Yes, $2 vodka. So the good stuff. The good stuff. The good stuff. I mean, we were, we were not cutting corners on this at all. So we, um, <laughs> we go, we take it up to the, uh, to the counter and there was like a teenager working and, uh, he carded me and I had no photo ID on me because the only that I had with me was, uh, my passport. And I had left that at the hotel. So Grant ended up buying the two bottles of $2, of $2 vodka, um, bought them himself, one for me, obviously. And uh, as we're getting ready to go, he hands me mine and he's like, man, I owe you now. The interest on that loan is just astronomical. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's going, it's going to take me forever to uh to pay back oh. that loan and uh i am i i will pay it back happily for the rest of my life uh grant yes i am i am forever your indentured gullible foreigner in your servitude when oh. you know my my last day my last day on this earth i will have i will have a drink of vodka and that will be uh finally paying off that debt but <laughs> But yes, that's that, is, that is one of my favorite stories. I'm like, here's $2. He's like, no, no. <laughs> He's like, there's interest on this loan. It's like, oh, great. Yeah. So that, uh, that very much became a, a long running joke between the two of us that um, I had no choice. I had, to run the, I had to run the social media. I had to run the website. I was going to be paying off, paying off that $2 vodka loan for for the rest of my natural life and uh, I couldn't be happier about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. One of, that's one of my favorites. So yeah, it's just, oh my gosh, there's just, there is, <laughs> there's just so many, so many great stories and so many things and just, it's so amazing to see how much he meant to so many people. And like, I mean, it's, like I said, the list of people that he has helped um, and he has inspired and, you know, he has encouraged in all walks of life. It's just, I th I'm pretty sure it's never ending, you know, I mean, and it's, it's, it's so heartwarming every chance I get to talk to someone who, who gets to share a story because apparently... Apparently, every wrestler in the world has a story of how Danny Havoc helped them one way or another. And that is so, so, so amazing to me. And it just, it feels, it feels kind of like his legacy is just spread out through so many people are carrying on, you know, just with words and advice and experience and tips and everything that he's offered them. And that's, that's 
very, very cool to, to know. Yes. And see the thing. Yeah. And also like the way, the way his career went, cause I know I went, he was wrestled for years and I remember nearly like before he retired, like, you know, I remember he went to Japan. I think he said it was his eighth time going to Japan. And I'm sitting there. I said, eight times? Seriously? I'm like, I've been on there once. <laughs> and it was neat because, like, you know, he talked about, like, and he told me, like, another story about, like, going to England. So I was telling him when I was going to England for the first time. I was like, oh, that's cool. I was trying to go to England this one time, and something happened, and he got sent back. And I was like, oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> but then he, had yeah. his, he, got, he hurt his ankle. Um, yeah, he had a, he told me that he hurt his ankle when he was in Japan, in Japan. like, the second last time that he went. He's like, yes. that's a... Yes. And he was like, I'm glad about that. But then he came back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it shows, like, you know, like, I just saw, like, through all the injuries and that kind of stuff and, like, you know, how he was struggling, how he missed it, how he missed being in that ring and how he wanted to come back. and But he wanted to take his time and he was enjoying his time with his family and stuff. And actually, there was a funny story. Um, last year, I was... Um, I was coming back from Indianapolis or Indiana and um, <clears throat> we just started talking like, oh, I did this really cool, uh, I went three rounds in this thing, like in the in the Death Becomes Her thing. And he's like, oh, that's that's great. It was a death match tournament. And I told him the stuff that he did and he's like, whoa, crazy. And, um, and I told him, I don't know, we just got on the topic of like, like, yeah, it's crazy. I, I want to come back down here. I was supposed to move down. He's like, wait, you would want, you would move to Indiana? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, there's no way. He's like, you're not, you're a city girl. You're like a sex in the city girl. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, hold on. I was, I was raised up here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was just like, no. And I'm like, but you're from, I'm like, how do you say that? You live in New Jersey. And then you're from like Iowa, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, did you know Slipknot? But, you know, he was just, like, making fun of me. <laughs> like, but was, like, I just never took you with that. And I'm like, trust me, boy. I'm like, this is this is just, like, a thing. And he's like, oh, cool. I don't know where I was going with that, but it was just, like, a funny thing. It was, like, the last, <laughs> the last like, full-on conversation that we had. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was the last full conversation. Um, but, yeah, it was neat because it was, like, that was just sort of, like, one of those things. And I know... Like then he went. I know he went to Japan again, and then um, yeah, we just it was weird because like the way our conversation was so sporadic. Yeah, you know, it would be like um, we always had our New Year's like in and around New Year's. We'd say Happy New Year's. How was your New Year's? Like it was just one of those things, and we just like talk about it. Not very low maintenance type. Yeah, because like I, I don't know, it sucks. Um, I don't know, and then like. Um, the birthdays to say, hey, happy birthday, and like when something big would come up, and then we just get onto these conversations. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, the last full-on, longer conversation was um, yeah, it was like last year. Um, yeah, and then just like the New Year's thing, and you know, and then like that was yeah, wow. I don't want to get too too it's hard okay. into it, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, he was like he like he was just so supportive and he was just so friendly and I could just open up to him about things and uh, <laughs> and he just he he never stopped talking about how much he like loved his friends and how like you know how much he loved Rand like how much he loved her so much and like it would always come up in like conversation like good things you know um, yeah it's just super sucky um, but there's not too many more of those conversations. It is. It is. And just a follow-up. But it's uh, one of those things that have to happen. You have to accept things that happen, right? And just be appreciative for everything that has happened in the past and be grateful for that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and there's always good memories. There's nothing negative. You can never say one bad thing about him at all, ever, about his professionalism, his his in-ring ability. on like just like his artistic side and I know he's inspired so many so many people because I know I'm I do talk to some of his friends and just just you see that that bond that he's kept with people and um yeah I don't know I'm just rambling 
<laughs> you know what? It's okay because you you really like something you said really kind of struck me when you said low maintenance, and um, yeah. and that's very much the way it was. It was it, it when you were friends with him, it didn't matter how much time had passed. When you connected again, it was no absolutely no different from uh, the last time you had spoken. You know and um, yeah. You know, and that was, that was so amazing. And it's actually, um, him and I had actually kind of drifted a little bit since he retired. You know, like we, we, we'd still stay in touch here and there, but it, it kind of became the thing where a lot of times, you know, like we'd, we'd send a message and it would start with, oh, you know, I'm sorry it's been so long. I've been meaning to, you know, and like so many times I was like meaning, meaning to reach out, meaning this. And then, um, and then he kind of reached out uh, in the beginning of the year you know, because, uh, he, you know, he was, he was going back to Japan, like you said, and, uh, you know, he just kind of, you know, wanted to promote a bunch of stuff, and, um, <laughs> and I mean, it was really funny, like, I had to laugh, it was, and I'm, I'm sure, 100% sincerity, he absolutely said this with, he was like, I am so sorry, I'm such a terrible friend, he's like, we haven't been in touch for so long, and now I'm reaching out to ask you for a favor, <laughs> you know, oh. and I was like, honey, after this many years it's there's no favors anymore like you know there are no favors between friends um you know and i just for all of the people that i have ever worked for or worked with in wrestling and i mean i i've been very very much blessed that it's a pretty long list nobody has ever appreciated my work or my help or my anything the way he did um oh like yeah. we, he he never sent a message that i mean it could be nothing but like just just inside jokes and silly stories and stuff but at the end it was always i cannot thank you enough for being such a good friend and for all your help over there and it's like i will treasure those messages forever you know like he just just the fact that he he felt the need to and i mean he had he had long since thanked me for anything I have ever done. And the fact that he still felt the need to do that. And, you know, and I, we actually, he, he, he had sent one of those um, earlier this year and I, and I had to give him a stern talking to and be like, listen, we are friends, you know, no matter how much time goes by, I don't doubt our friendship. I sincerely hope you don't doubt our friendship. And it is not a big deal. Life happens and it does not mean that we don't know that we still care and that we still love each other and that we, we still, you know, we still mean a lot to each other. We're just busy and mm -hmm. stuff happens. And I was like, so get it. And he was like, got it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, but yeah. it just, it just, it always meant so much to me that he just, he felt that need to make sure I knew that. And that's something that I personally, I really want to carry on, you know, um, it was just, it's such a lasting, a lasting thing and I really hope everybody understands that as much of a legacy as Danny Havoc has it it goes so far beyond wrestling you know in in just his kindness and his helpfulness and his appreciation and his genuineness and those are the things that there is no better way for everybody his friends his fans for all of us to honor him with than by being the kind of person that he was because as yeah. much as he would deny it <laughs> as much as he would deny it and as much as you know um he put so much goodness into the world whether he was trying to or not it to him he was just being himself he was just being the kind of person he was raised to be but um in this world and in this business that both of which are very very ugly at times you know, just to offer that kind of help and that kind of selflessness and that kind of kindness. There is no greater way for any of us to honor him and to commemorate him and to for him to truly live forever than for us to be the kind of person that he was. Okay, now I'm going to stop because I'm going to cry. Oh. <laughs> I got through the whole so I can't cry now. I'm on a roll. Okay. <laughs> You're good. You're good. And it's okay. But it's okay. 
he was he was one of those people. He would just, you know, I would send him like a a free letter. Hey, how's it going? Haven't talked to you in a bit. I hope everything's are everything's great. Just dropping you a line, and he would reply back, and it would be twenty lines long. I'm like, well, I gotta put, I gotta give a better. Right. I gotta write more now. I gotta write more now. And then I'm like, <laughs> but but the, the thing is, oh my god, this is here's this. I think this this will be my last story, and I think uh, I and I think we could probably kind of wrap things up before we're both sobbing uncontrolled. Before, before we're both ugly sobbing, and it gets just messy in here. <laughs> yeah. we'll yeah. for after. Yes. Yeah. Once we're done recording, then we can just let it all out. Um, he yeah. had actually, he had sent me, um, an email not long ago, um, about, <laughs> it actually kind of ties into the, the vodka loan thing, and, um, there were various things, you know, sent out once he was out of retirement that, or once he was in retirement that he had started working on, and there was one project, and, uh, he had sent me a message saying, you know, and I mean, this is like, this is like a four or five paragraph email. This is this isn't like a quick text or anything. This is like a four or five paragraph email, and the gist of it was, um, if this ever comes to fruition, he wants to do a podcast with me to promote it. Um, because in his words, I owe him. Which I mean, the vodka loan stands. So yeah, you know, I was like, of course, I ha I have no choice. I have to. The interest on that vodka loan, man. But I just, I love the fact that the essence of the entire email was, if this ever happens, we have to do podcast, okay? But it, it was like a five, a five paragraph long email for him to say that. <laughs> and that is one of like, I mean, that was one of the things that he would, he would make fun of all the time. And, um, but it was actually like, I think that's absolutely one of the things that everybody loved about him is how wordy he was. Overly yeah. verbose. Overly verbose was it were his choice of words to describe himself. But yeah, I just yeah. It's um yeah, he could he could he could write a uh, he could write a novel and just basically saying, Hey, how you doing? And that was And it would it would enrich your day. You're just like, huh, no that's that's a good one. It you know? Right? Absolutely. It Absolutely. And sorry, last thing I really wanted to say. I'm sorry. To cut you off. No, no, no. If I didn't, um, I've always wanted. I always told him this, that I wanted to bring him and a couple guys up to um, Toronto and do like his crew versus my crew, and I wanted to have a match with him. I told him, like, <laughs> we're partners before, but I do want to, and I, it's going to be bad. <laughs> like, it's going to be like very violent. We never got a chance to do that, but. One day. One day. Maybe in another lifetime. Yeah. But um, I, I wanted to really compliment the uh, H2O show that they had. I thought they had did a really excellent yes. tribute. I thought Matt did a really great thing. I just wanted to say that it's really, it was really good to watch his uh, last match with that company. Um, it was good. Did you get a chance to see it? I did. I did. It was yeah. wonderful. And uh, Matt's words were, yeah. yeah. It was good. <laughs> so it was good to just just like to, to combine that it was good to at least see that last match and it was good so um yeah um if grant grant i know you're listening um dude i love you you're like a good friend thank you so much for everything and being being a good friend and supportive and you will not be forgotten that's all you know and what i know you're happy so um, <laughs> rest easy right yeah i mean that's all that's all that can be said is you know like i just when it gets bad and I'm feeling sorry for myself and stuff, I just say, you know what? Like, if I'm if I'm any kind of friend, I have to be happy for him because he is he's with Brienne, and yeah. that I know there is nowhere else he wants to be. So that's where he needs to be. That's where he is, and exactly. that's it. You know? So yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, it's it's hard for us. It's incredibly hard for us, but. I actually, I have a, <laughs> here's the real one last thing. <laughs> um, I have a, I have a tattoo that I got uh, after I lost my mom and it has put so many things in perspective for me. Uh, it says how lucky I am to have something that makes saying goodbye so hard. And that's yeah. really yeah. how I try to focus, you know, on, I've been incredibly lucky 
like I've only ever he's the only friend I've ever lost and outside of my mom I've never really lost anyone I was close to and I know I'm incredibly lucky and this is really just given me that's how I want to focus you know I if it hurts this bad that's how amazing it must have been you know yeah. and uh, if that's a perspective that anybody you know can agree with or appreciate you know then then you know please do hold on to it you know we were all incredibly lucky to I mean what are the chances I mean we're two women from Toronto Canada talking about a kid who grew up on a sheep farm in Iowa like yeah. but there's there's no reason whatsoever we should even know each other you know mm -hmm. and through like ridiculous circumstances and you know here we are so I mean as sad as it is and it's absolutely heartbreaking you know I let's just try to remember how lucky we are that we managed to come across him in the first place yeah and we will remain friends how about that exactly exactly thank you so much I it really it means so it means so much to me that I know this was hard for you you know I know this is really hard for you and I hope your anxiety is eased and I hope you I hope you feel at least a little better getting to get some of this stuff out yeah, honestly, thank you so much. It's a blessing that you did this, and it's it's funny. We went. I, I was like, I didn't want to take up too much time because I know there's so many other people that want to talk, but um, it took it took a lot longer than I was planning for. So thank you so much, and um, everybody, he was an awesome person, and um, just I don't know what else to say. That's, <laughs> but, um, that's it. That sums thank it up. You so much. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Like honestly, and I love guys. you doing. Yep guys you can uh you can listen there's two episodes up now you can listen to them both at uh anchor.fm slash pants radio um and they're uh we try to keep things light but i mean obviously they are very emotional at the same time so um bring tissues but you may not need them so there <laughs> i th i think that works but yeah thank thank you yeah. everyone for for listening who's contributed thank you to everybody who's contributed to um the memorial page that I've added to his website. Uh, please go check that out if you'd like to contribute anything to that. Um, you can hit me up on Facebook. You can DM me at Danny's uh, Twitter at Danny Havoc site, uh, S I T E, and it's uh, deathmatchdrunkard.wix.com, I believe. Deathmatch is Deathmatch Drunkard. You'll you'll find it. <laughs> it's out there. Um, but yeah, and uh, Grant, we love you. Um, you're probably getting annoyed at me for doing so many of these and well, you know what? It's your own fault. So tough. <laughs> and, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening and, uh, we'll definitely be back with, with, uh, some more episodes. Thank you.